0: Hey, welcome to another episode of Kardashian Gossip, where you get your daily dose of what's going on with the Kardashians. I'm your host, Chaz. Kidding. You know, a program like that probably fucking exists. That's that's the scary part. Mm. No, in fact, this is Sit. I'm Charles Sharetta. I sound a little disappointed when I say that. I don't mean to be. I'm happy to be here. But, <clears throat> you know, sometimes I do begin to wonder about value. You know, whether I'm creating value for you in this. And perhaps cruel joke that it may have been for those who really want to pay attention to what the Kardashians are doing on a day-to-day basis. Um, it's a good reminder for me. that Yeah, there probably is value in this. If somebody finds value in that. Okay, just a reminder, we're gonna be off next week. Or I should say I'm gonna be off. You can do whatever you like. And so we will be returning on Monday, February 27th with a new show, but no shows next week. Today's lovely episode is about chapter 25 of the Tao Te Ching and we go today to a translator named Walter Gorn Old, who was an interesting character. He also called himself Safariel, which evidently is a name of an angel from the book of Enoch. Uh, he was an astrologer. You know, this was at a time, if you sort of know your history, he was English, by the way. This was at a time when people were doing things like seances and so on, and so Eh, you know, a guy like him probably had quite a bit of influence and, and it was a good racket, I guess you would say. But he also uh, wrote a fairly poetic translation of the Tao Te Ching. And so here is his translation of chapter 25. Before heaven and earth existed, there was in nature a primordial substance. It was serene. It was fathomless. It was self-existent. It was homogeneous. It was omnipresent, nor suffered any limitation. It is to be regarded as the universal mother. I did not know its name, but I call it Tao. If forced to qualify it, I call it the boundless. Being boundless, I call it the inconceivable. Being inscrutable, I call it the inaccessible. Being inaccessible, I call it the omnipresent. Tao is supreme. Heaven is supreme. Earth is supreme. The king is supreme. There are in the universe four kinds of supremacy, and the rulership is one. Man is ruled by the earth. The earth is ruled by heaven. Heaven is ruled by Tao. And Tao is ruled by itself. All right. Take a seat, sit upright, no peeking, etc. You know the drill. Please be kind to yourself. That, I think, is fundamental. Breathe from the belly, and we'll do this for 10 minutes. Just allow yourself to settle into your own body now. Become aware of yourself from the inside out. Focus your attention on your breath. Let it come from your belly.
1: Just breathe, just exist. And as you maintain awareness
0: with the in-breath on your breathing, see now if you can, on the out-breath, bring
1: your awareness to your hips, your groin.
0: bring awareness to those lower parts of your body every time you exhale in focus on the belly and the breath out focus on your hips
1: and groin In, belly, out, hips, and groin. Bring awareness into that area that we often neglect
0: and label as bad. There's no label for it. It's a part of you like every other part. It just exists, it's part of you. And now I'm going to invite you to, as you take a breath in, let your awareness move from that lower part of your body, hips and groin, as the oxygen fills your lungs, let it rise all the way up to your head. Your awareness begins down in your root, As you breathe in, it rises up through your core, up through your heart, up through your throat, your neck, up all the way up, past your mouth, and in between the center of your eyes, when your lungs are full, and then reverses itself as you breathe out. See if you can try that now. So in, hips, belly, heart, throat, mouth, and eyes, and then reverse it as you breathe out. just stay with that now for the rest of the meditation. We'll keep doing that. Just continue with the awareness on the in-breath. Beginning at your root, your hips and groin. And moving up all the way through to your eyes. That spot in between your eyes. The very end
1: of the in-breath.
0: well that rising breath was an approximation of kundalini breathing not exactly an approximation of it if you're not already familiar with it and sometimes breathing like that can stimulate a response in the vagus nerve help us relax when we might not otherwise be able to sometimes it can also reveal places where we're carrying trauma within ourselves you know i talk sometimes about a skip in our breath or in your breath in my breath noticing that as being um, an indicator of some anxiety or fear and that rising breath can often be a way to uncover that well chapter 25 is more or less about the primordial ooze Uh, or perhaps it's better to say it's about the, the thing which existed prior to the existence of anything. And so if anything, I would say that this something that was before something existed, this discussion of it, has maybe two purposes that I can identify right now. And maybe you can think of some more on your own. The first sort of obvious objective of discussing Tao in this way, as being the something that existed before the existence even of time,
1: which as we've
0: discussed before is not really, um, doesn't make any sense. There was no before, before time. (laughs) But anyway, it's to show that the Tao exists outside the boundaries of our universe. It's that which exists outside of time and space and the rules of the universe. And yet it is responsible for those rules and for time and space. You know, when you think that this was written 2,500 years ago, even a bit prior to Aristotle and prior to the vast majority of the books of the Old Testament being written down, it's really astonishing. Because there's nothing about this description of the universe that's been proven obsolete or false by modern cosmology. There's nothing about it. It, it works as it is. So it's, for me, it's just beautiful as a result. And it also, for me, points to the fact that looking within, no matter what technology is available to us, when we look within truly look within, and call it an informed introspection. There's a lot of innate wisdom right there for us. Think about how different the world looked 2,500 years ago in China to the world that you and I occupy right now. Let's do a quick reread of the chapter here. Before heaven and earth existed, there was in nature a primordial substance. It was serene. It was fathomless. It was self-existent. It was homogeneous. It was omnipresent, nor suffered any limitation. It is to be regarded as the universal mother. I do not know its name, but I call it Tao. If forced to qualify it, I call it the boundless. Being boundless, I call it the inconceivable. Being inscrutable, I call it the inaccessible. Being inaccessible, I call it the omnipresent. Tao is supreme, heaven is supreme, earth is supreme, the king is supreme. Let's stop for a moment right there. Other translations, rather than using the term king, refer to the true human being or the self-actualized person. So Tao is supreme, heaven is supreme, earth is supreme, and the true human being is supreme. There are in the universe four kinds of supremacy, and their rulership is one. Man is ruled by the Earth. The Earth is ruled by heaven, or the universe, we could say. Heaven is ruled by Tao, and Tao is ruled by itself. Self-referential. The second objective that I see to this chapter is to attempt to help us enter the state of no mind. You know, it's like the sound of one hand clapping. I, I see this chapter this, that way. And because we're looking at a translation and because we're reading it 2,500 years after it was written down, it maybe doesn't have quite that power for us when we read it the first time. But if you're interested in The origins of the universe as I am and you think of the Big Bang as being an event and then you think well What existed prior to the Big Bang and then the answer to that question is well It doesn't make any sense because time began At that event It's very Puzzling for us, you know, I mean it's hard to make sense out of that and then if the possibility is that there was something is the existence of something else prior to, it's not even the right word, I understand, the Big Bang. Well, for, for me, I mean, I can confuse myself with it. But then if, if we just sit with it, just sit with it. Here we are. The year is 2017 on the Christian calendar. The earth is... Uh, Four and a half or five billion years old. You and I are, each of us, highly unlikely to live any longer than a hundred years. And there's a very good chance that we'll live significantly less than that. Just a tiny fraction of the existence of our planet. And an even smaller fraction in the existence of this universe. Whose scale is so enormous. So enormous. Even the distances in our own solar system are so great that they would astonish us if we could really understand them. And then the distance to another star, the closest one, light years away. The distance across the galaxy, tens of thousands of light years. The distance to another galaxy. And then the distance to distant galaxies as far as we can see you know we're just specks here and yet we're an intrinsic part of it too we belong here you and I I hope that you are doing the work that you see necessary to become a true human being to fulfill your destiny and I hope that you're trusting yourself enough to stay on that path. I know it's difficult, somebody's always right there just ready to hand you a pill to make you feel better, say, or a job that pays well, that takes up your time and you're doing something that you don't really want, or a group of people who, who want you to join them but then don't really want your unique perspective on things. I know the struggles. And I can imagine yours. I can't experience them. But I can imagine them. Yeah, please be kind to yourself. And please also stay true to yourself. I mean, fuck yeah, seriously. Nothing could be more important, as far as I'm concerned. Just my opinion, but you know whether that's true or not. Hang in there, my friend. All right, we'll see each other again on Monday the 27th. Have a good week. Thanks for sitting with me and take care of yourself.